Welcome to War in the Spirit, your resource for spiritual breakthrough and warfare, empowering you as believers to tap into your authority using the tools provided by God to bring about supernatural shifts. Spiritual Warriors, welcome back to War in the Spirit podcast. This is Faith Cawthon Green, back for another episode of War in the Spirit. You are tuned in to season number four, episode number 15, entitled Stop Stealing Your Inheritance. This episode is the final episode in this season, season number four, for representing order, restoration of God's order, and 15 representing abundance. So this season of War in the Spirit is a culmination of all the things that you need to understand in order to receive and walk in the abundance of God. So this is the final installment of this season. The next episode that you hear will be a new season, the season of five. So stop stealing your inheritance. As I was preparing for this episode, you know, I was reflecting back on what we talked about in the last episode, which is a replay of a Bible study that I taught recently entitled No Limit where I was talking about the charge that God has placed on our lives as the remnant and the things that we need to understand about what he is calling us to do. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I suggest that you listen to that episode before you listen to this episode, because as always, every episode in the season is progressive. So it builds upon whatever was taught or or spoken about in the previous episode. So if you guys are just tuning in, I, I would suggest that you go back to the beginning and listen from the beginning so that you have a full understanding of everything that God wants you to understand about how to move as the remnant, how to move in this time and how to walk in abundance. As I was preparing for this, you're probably asking, what do you mean stop stealing my inheritance? So, you know, God was showing me a reference to a passage in John chapter 10, which I'm going to read to you. This is John chapter 10 verses 1 through 10. And it reads, truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter by the door into the fold of the sheep, but climbs up some other way, he is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he puts forth his own, he goes ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. A stranger they simply will not follow, but will flee from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech, Jesus spoke to them, but they did not understand what those things were, which he had been saying to them. So Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. 
All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. So the revelation that God was giving me is that so many people are walking through doors that are not the God door. And when you walk through the door that is not the God door, you steal a part of something from yourself. You steal a piece of your inheritance, your God-given inheritance. The thing that God said belongs to you as a part of his kingdom as sons and daughters. God says that is your inheritance. But in order to receive the inheritance, the abundance, the prosperity of God, you must walk through the God door. See, when you walk through a door that is not a God door, you steal something from yourself. You see, because then if it's not a God door, it's a door of the enemy. It's a door of the world. And the thief comes only to steal, kill and destroy. This passage says, if you enter through any other door, you are a thief and a robber. So you're stealing something from yourself. So when you walk through a door, I'm going to give you some examples. When you walk through a door sexually, that is not a God door. It brings sexual immorality and steals something from you. The true purpose and experience that God has for a sexual connection. When you walk through a door that is not a God door relationally, you steal something from yourself and it brings forth things like abuse and divorce. When you walk through a door that is not a God door spiritually, it brings affliction, depression, resentment, anger, hatred, and frustration. When you walk through a door that is not a God door financially, it brings lack. It brings greed. When you walk through a door of opportunity that is not a God door, you steal something and it brings pride and arrogance and misalignment. See, all of these things keep you from realizing the full potential that God has for your life. They keep you from receiving the best offer that God has for you and from experiencing his alignment in every area of your lives. That is your true inheritance. That is the true prosperity of God. It keeps you from experiencing the true prosperity. And God is saying, come out from among them. You see, a few weeks ago, I was teaching about DNA. And the acronym was do not assimilate. Do not assimilate into the world. Do not assimilate into the world to the practices and the ways and the opportunities of the world. Come out from among them. Second Corinthians 6, 14 through 18 reads, do not be bound together with unbelievers. For what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Or what harmony has Christ with Belial? Or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? 
Or what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, just as God said. He said, I will dwell in them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean. And I will welcome you and I will be a father to you and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. So God is saying, hey, you want to receive your inheritance? Come out from among them, separate yourselves. And let me be clear, that does not mean judge unbelievers. That does not mean judge the unrighteous. It means you need to separate yourself from them so that you can become a proper example to them. You need to separate yourself from them so that you can become a proper witness to who God is. And now let me add on to those examples. And when you walk through a door religiously, that is not the God door it brings discord and confusion in the kingdom because of this God's kingdom has become like Babylon and when you walk through a door religiously that is not the true God door it brings discord and confusion in the kingdom because of this God's kingdom has become like Babylon all speaking different languages, teaching different philosophies, trying to build their own towers to heaven. This is why people are not being saved and delivered. The choices that the church at large has made has stolen the kingdom from the people, robbing them of the truth of who God really is and desires to be in their lives. God says no more you see we have all these different denominations and all these different philosophies and all these different interpretations but there is only one word so tell me why we have so many different philosophies and denominations and interpretations of what it looks like to be the church there's only one church it's confusion we're spreading confusion that's not a God door. God is not the author of confusion. Jeremiah 32, 36 through 44 says, Now therefore, thus says the Lord God of Israel concerning this city of which you say, It is given into the hand of the king of Babylon by sword, by famine, and by pestilence. Behold, I will gather them out of all the lands to which I have driven them in my anger, in my wrath, and in great indignation. And I will bring them back to this place and make them dwell in safety. They shall be my people and I will be their God and I will give them one heart and one way that they may fear me always for their own good and for the good of their children after them. One heart and one way, not 10 hearts and 10 ways, not 20 hearts and 20 ways, not 10 philosophies, not, not 10 understandings, one heart and one way. 
See, God has allowed his people to be delivered into the hand of Babylon, into the hand of confusion. Now, because we've all been trying to build our own tower to heaven, now God is trying to bring us back into one heart and one way under one house. You know what's so funny? God gave me the analogy of uh couple days ago of the three little pigs you see what happened is the three little pigs they originally were trying to live together in one house this is how it was originally designed for the church for us to be on one accord with one word and one heart however the three little pigs couldn't come to a conclusion of what they were supposed to build the house with. They couldn't come to a, a, a one unified understanding of how the house was to be built. And the same is true of the church. You see, some wanted to build the church of, of sticks and some wanted to build the church of straw and some wanted to build the church of brick. You see, and now what's happening is God is going to test and approve those who have been building the house in the proper way. The houses built with other materials will be blown over. See, what happened with the three little pigs is once those two other houses that were built with the wrong materials were blown over, they took shelter in the house of bricks, the house that could stand the test, the house that could stand the storm, the house that was built on a solid foundation with the right materials. And this is what God is doing in his church too. One heart, one way. And verse 40 says, I will make an everlasting covenant with them that I will not turn away from them to do them good. And I will put the fear of me in their hearts so that they will not turn away from me. I will rejoice over them to do them good and will faithfully plant them in this land with all my heart and with all my soul. For thus says the Lord, just as I brought all this great disaster on this people, so I am going to bring on them all the good that I am promising them. Fields will be bought in this land of which you say it is a desolation. Without man or beast, it is given into the hand of the Chaldeans. Men will buy fields for money, sign and seal deeds, and call in witnesses in the land of Benjamin, in the environs of Jerusalem, in the cities of Judah, in the cities of the hill country, in the cities of the lowland, and in the cities of the Negev, for I will restore their fortunes, declares the Lord. If you are or desire to truly be a part of God's remnant in the land, realign yourself, your life with God. Step back and take inventory of the doors that you have walked through that God did not ordain and seek him for how to fix those mistakes.
You see, God can still breathe on your mistakes and make them work in your favor when you acknowledge them and give them over to him. He did it for Abraham. Abraham and Sarah decided to take matters into their own hands and God gave them a promise. He said, I am going to give you a son. He will be the catalyst to the promise. But they didn't want to wait for God. They decided to walk through a door that was not the God door. So Sarah said, hey, take Hagar and lay with her that we may have a child. But that was not the child of the promise. However, God still redeemed Ishmael into covenant. We see it where God says, hey, have him circumcised that he may come under the covenant. See, God can still breathe on your mistake and make them work in your favor when you acknowledge and give them over to him. When you trust him, remnant, rise, rise out of the ashes of your mistakes, rise out of the ashes of confusion, rise out of the ashes of misalignment with God's will for your life and do what is necessary to realign seek God in a greater way allow him to clean you up so that you can experience the true power and glory for your life so that you can receive the Deuteronomy 28 covenant an everlasting covenant with God see Deuteronomy 28 reads verses 1 through 14 they read now it shall be if you diligently obey the Lord your God being careful to do all his commandments, which I command you today. Not some, but all his commandments. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you obey the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the offspring of your body and the produce of your ground and the offspring of your beast and increase of your hand and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come out against you one way and will flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing upon you in your barns and in all that you put your hand to. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself as he swore to you. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. So all the peoples of the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord. And they will be afraid of you. The Lord will make you abound in prosperity. In the offspring of your body and in the offspring of your beast. And in the produce of your ground. In the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open for you his good storehouse the heavens to give rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand and you shall lend to many nations 
but you shall not borrow. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And you only will be above and you will not be underneath if you listen to the commandments of the Lord your God, which I charge you today to observe them carefully and do not turn aside from any of the words which I command you today to the right or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. This is the inheritance of the remnant. This is the prosperity of God. He will breathe on every area of your life and you shall be free and you shall walk in abundance. So I tell you, I charge you, rise up. Rise to the challenge that God has placed in front of you so that you stop living below his best for you. Rise up and take your territory. Rise up and realize your identity. Rise up and walk in your purpose. Rise up and change the world. This is your inheritance. Now, claim it. Well, spiritual warriors, thank you so much for tuning in for this season, season four of War in the Spirit. You have tuned into episode number 15, which is the final episode of this season. Remember that this season is a culmination of all the instructions, the perspective and the understanding that we need to have in order to operate and walk fully in our purpose and in God's abundance. So as you chew on it, I pray that you go back and listen. I pray that you go back and study. I pray that you go back and take what I've said to God so that he can help you understand how you apply this specifically to your life, to your situation. Do not allow my word to be the final word. Allow God to be the final voice that speaks to you what you need to do, what you need to address, what you need to understand. This is a season where God is shifting things on behalf of his people into abundance. A limitless season, a limitless time of permanent abundance. But you must Follow the instruction. You must garner the understanding. You must maintain the proper heart posture. Be convicted, charged, and rise up into your remnant identity. If you are led to sow, you may sow at Cash app, dollar sign, war in the spirit. If you want to reach out to me, 
If you have a testimony to share, if you have a comment, if you have a question, you can contact me via email at warinthespirit12 at gmail.com. I love you. Be blessed and continue to war in the spirit.